friends, and welcome to Empower YouTube Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Paris, and I'm excited because you are in the building with me. You can be anywhere in the world, but you have chosen to be here with me, and I am so humbled and appreciative. Let me tell you about this show each and every single week. We continue to empower you to greatness that is truly going to help you, whether you are a person that have experienced a heartbreak, have gone through a divorce, or have endured levels of trauma of any kind, or you're just a person trying to rebuild their life and themselves, and now you are finally ready to live a life full of abundance, joy, and peace, then this show is for you. So with that said, thank you again for being here. I am extremely grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you because together we are empowered for greatness. You ready? Let's go. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Natasha Paris, the empowerment strategist and the transformational speaker. I am super excited, as always, to come to you. But this time we are recording and we are face to face. I can you can see me. Not that I can see you, but you can see me. And I am so excited that you've joined the Empower You 2 podcast. And I have the pleasure of having one of my amazing friends here. And she has so much to share. And I was like, you need to come on and talk about balancing, balancing a heavy duty lifestyle. And, um, and it's all amazing. And her name is Chantel. Welcome Chantel. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes. I'm super excited. Okay. So tell everyone about you. Where are you originally from? Where do you live? And are you single? Are you married? Yes. Children? Okay. Yes, absolutely. So I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. You might be able to hear the accent, but don't laugh at me. Are you a Steelers fan? <laughs> of course. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, they're not doing the greatest, but know. sure, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yes, I am married. Okay. I have four boys. How long have you been married? We've been married for 13 years. Yay! Yeah, yeah we've been together for 15. Yes. So, you know. And you have how many boys? We have four boys. Boys. No girls. No girls. The last two were trash for girls. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. Just the boys just kept coming. Just boys kept coming. How yes. old are they? So my oldest just turned 13. Yes. I know. It's a teenager. And he's taller than me now. And you're tall. And I'm tall. He's and tall. your father's, um, your father, their father's yes. tall too. Yes. Okay. Tall. Yeah. So, and then eight year old. Okay. Seven-year-old. Yes. And then three-year-old. Oh, girl. Yes. So you are super busy. Yes. So super. much. So this topic, guys, this topic is about being able to manage all of that wife, mother, and then you are also an entrepreneur and therapist. I'm a therapist. I am a licensed art therapist. Yay. Yes. Yes. So I care for people as well, you know, personally, professionally. Yes. And so it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to carry. And so how do you keep those plates? Like, you know, you ever seen the spinning plates and you're like, okay, don't fall. Okay, get this one. Like, how do you keep that from falling while nurturing yourself and also nurturing your husband? Because we know that our husbands, our partners need nurturing as well. Mm -hmm. You have four children and your youngest being Three. Yes. How do you manage all of that? Yeah. 
Talk yeah. about that. You mentioned the spinning plates. Well, one, I have a tray. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put it on the tray first. Okay. okay. I don't okay. want it to be that okay. crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's really about like you mentioned, balance. Um, so when like thinking about being a wife and yes. a mom, right? It's like an investment. You invest with no guarantee of return. Look at that. Yes, I love that analogy. Yeah, okay. you, like you invest, you give your all, right? Mm. You you learn, you grow, you do all these things, but there's really no guarantee of return. Mm. And so, you know, but my best hopes are that I grow and learn through the whole process. I'm a different person than I was. How different? Oh my God. Talk about it. With, we want I'm a different know. person. So what, my first point is reprogramming my mind. Like I had to shift my entire mindset okay. Okay. Um, because, you know, as a mom, as a wife, like your role changes. Yes. Chantel, who I once knew, was no more because now I had to like multiply myself Multiply. Multiply myself. Okay, when you say multiply, Uh multiply being present everywhere at all times, like omnipresent? Like, what are you talking about? No, just like now I can't, it's not just about me. Now I have to give myself Mm. personally to someone else, my husband, right? And now we have a child, so now I have to divide myself again. Okay. And so balance, and everybody has a different personality. Right, you're talking about husband and and four boys. Yes, yes. So I'm talking about as a new mom and as a new wife, that was a lot. It was a like culture shock for me. And so um, (laughs) a lot of the times, you know, I used to think it was my husband's job to make me happy. (laughs) (gasps) Not the case. Let's talk about that. Okay. I love that. Let's stay there. Talk about that. Give me more. So my job, my role was to make him happy to me. That's what, in my mind, right, right? right? Because I've watched my parents, you know, be together and I felt like my mom did a lot for my dad to make him happy and he did the same for her, but I felt like it was, you know, really the woman's responsibility, sure, sure, right? Sure, Um, And so I thought in return, you know, he should be able to make me happy too, okay. right? And it's not to say that he wasn't doing the things that we did together that sure, made us sure, happy, sure. but I was making him responsible for my personal happiness. And you realized, quickly realized that yeah. that's not the case. I couldn't do that, right. How did you get to that place where you, when that shift or that understanding happened that it wasn't about him making me happy? Because this is saying, and I've said this before, mm-hmm. like if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. And for those of you know, guys, I've been divorced um, and I am, you know, out there, yeah. right? Which is hard. <laughs> it's hard. But I have two children. But I understand that. So, but I've said this before. You cannot come with 50-50. It has to be 100, 100, mm-hmm. make it 200 or Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when did that shift happen? <sighs> it didn't fully happen. Okay. <laughs> until right. after our third child was born. Really? Really. So little bits and pieces, you know, he because he was doing his thing. Like he was exercising. He was taking care of himself. Oh, he was doing all of it. Nothing changed for him, right? <laughs> and I'm like resentful because he's doing those things. And I'm like, what about me? And he would always say like, what makes you happy? Do those things. Like, why are you, you know, why are you mad at me? To the point where. You were getting mad at him. Like, how dare you go to the gym? To the point where I used to 
call the gym the other woman because <laughs> like you're there so much. But yeah. it was really because he was also a new husband, a new dad. He needed to take out his stress somewhere and he plays basketball. So he would take it out on the basketball court. I mean, we joke and laugh about this all the time of now, course. but like then it was really, really hard. So I had to shift my mindset. Now it shifted a little bit because I did start like doing more art projects. I started to... Because you're an artist, right? Yeah. Yes. I started to um, like go to the gym, you know, um, I started to do more Did you me. feel guilty about going to the gym? Because I remember oh, that. Yes. I yes. remember feeling guilty as a mom, yes. taking time out for me. Yes. And like, I'm a bad mom. Yes. Like, what? That's why I said the shift didn't really happen until after my third child, because that guilt set in. Mm. And I was guilty when I did something for me, but then I felt disappointed when I didn't. So it was just like this vicious cycle of like guilt and disappointed. And so it just left me unhappy, unsatisfied. Mm. You know, and I'm pointing the finger because, of course, it's easier to point the finger than it is to, you know, um, you know, look within. But then I had to do some inner work. And that took that shift in mindset took a lot of prayer, a lot of leaning into God's word because, yeah, it no other way. What scripture did you that stood out for you? Um, I don't really know if there was a particular scripture that stood out to me. I think mm-hmm. it was me being vulnerable and just like opening up to God about what was heavy on my heart. I have a scripture. Lean not okay. on your own understanding, but lean on God's. Yes. Wow. So, okay. So now you talked about the vicious cycle mm-hmm. of guilt, mm-hmm. satisfaction, unsatisfaction. Mm-hmm. How did you get off that cycle of going around in circles mm-hmm. on a merry-go-round and finally getting off and saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. I had stopped working. Okay. I had three kids, stay-at-home mom. Sure. My youngest was an infant and it was just me mm-hmm. in the house with three kids mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> and then not too far apart. No. Well, the 13 and then you had an eight and a seven, right, but right. So I'm thinking... Were- Basically grew up together, like, you yes. know. So they're like three, four, three years, one year apart. One, okay. Yes. Like they're 17 months apart. So wow. can you imagine? Like yes. it was, it was a lot. So <laughs> it, it wasn't until then where I said, okay, I have to do something sure. in the gym. Believe it or not, the mistress was my saving grace, right? Look at that. So, okay. So what, did you hire a nanny? or no. like, like because Use their child care. Okay, so you utilized the child care that was at the gym. Gym, yes. Mm. And at the gym I was going to at the particular time, you could take the kids twice. You could do two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. Yes. When I tell you, I utilize all the services. <laughs> so you utilized the services. Yes, okay. that were at the gym. Okay. It so became my best friend. Became your best friend. <laughs> yes. What are three things that you would say mm-hmm. to a mom who's like about to rip her eyeballs out of her head, yes. her hair out of her head, like, boom, boom. like, I'm tired. Like, I have yes. a friend, she just had twins. Oh, my gosh. And, and her husband's like, okay, I'll be back. She's like, oh, where, where are you going? Oh, my gosh. Do that. Say, okay, I'll be back, right? And so because you need balance, yes. right? And so balance for me was speaking up for what I needed, Right. And not just like um, and not feeling guilty about it. Right. And not. So fine. So the first thing is finding balance. Is that what you're so saying? The first thing I was saying. Yeah. Well, OK. Yeah. So shifting my mindset, 
Finding balance, okay. right? Shifting mindset is the first mm -hmm. tip. Mm -hmm. Shift your mindset from what to what? Right. So, so being, um, you know, just like close-minded and like stuck on your own mess, right? Mm. To being more open-minded okay. and willing to grow, right? So I was, was prideful, right? So going from like prideful and I know it all to being mm. vulnerable and open and willing to just like really show myself to God and then grow through that process. Wow. Yeah. But you had to be in a place where you admitted that you were... Okay. Like, because oftentimes what I know in my private practice as a mm -hmm. clinician is mm -hmm. that individuals are not willing sometimes to acknowledge that they are in that stuck place. Yeah. yeah. And you first had to acknowledge that. I did. And, then, and that's where you move from acknowledging what's happening to mm -hmm. doing something about it. Something about and then letting go. And then letting go. Yes, absolutely. I had to, I had to acknowledge it because... There was no one else for me to blame but myself, right? <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a whole tea right there yes. because most people just be like, you saying I'm the one? Yes. Okay. It was me. I had to look at myself and get honest with myself about what I really needed right. and, and to do more of that. And so that's what I did. Okay. So the first is acknowledgement and you said. Yeah. yeah. And then so like I had, then I had to learn, okay, what do I want? What do I need? What do you need? You know, and finding that balance, like, what does Chantel like to do, right? Because your husband told you. He yes. said, he said, what's the big deal? Don't you? Go do the stuff. Right. Like, yeah. So I had to really figure that out. Like, I love dance. I love art. I love culture. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I had to do more of those things and then not sabotage it. Right. By my own guilt to say, oh, well, mm -hmm. they need this or they need that. But make it work. Um and so, like, finding that balance is, like, filling my cup. Right? Because, right, we've said this before. It's like, yeah. how can you fill someone else's cup? No. When you... I'm, like, depleted. Depleted. Or, you know what, the, the, the other analogy I mm -hmm. love, mm -hmm. when you go on the, air, in, on the plane, mm -hmm. and they said, in case the oxygen mask falls okay. down and you have a child sitting next to you, do not mm -hmm. put the mask on the child first. It's you. On yourself. And I used to wonder why. And they were, it was, made sense. Like, if you out there unconscious and the right. child is all energetic, who's going to take care of the baby? Who's going to take care of the baby? <laughs> so, yes, I, I love that. Um, and, you know, there's obviously scripture on this, too. But, like, keeping my cup full and then, like, giving the overflow. So mm -hmm. my husband gets my overflow. Like, mm -hmm. my children get my overflow. Mm -hmm. You know, my family gets my overflow. My career gets my overflow. And because I have to give so much as a therapist, I have to constantly make sure my cup is full because it can get. Uh, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. It can be overwhelming. Be what would be the last point? So my last point is to make your home, your sanctuary, your peace. Yeah. I mean, so how do you do that with four boys? Yeah. Like, and a baby, like running around. We, like, yeah, we have, we have a lot of, um, I guess, routine and discipline that, you know, instill that, like, so they know the schedule, right? Structured. We have a structure, but also, when, I'm not just even talking about the schedule, I'm talking about just like peace within every member of the house. Right. And so that's going to take like communication, 
A lot of communication, okay. right? A lot of sacrifice, okay. a lot of, um, you know, accountability yes. for, for, you know, and we hold each other accountable. Like my husband is amazing, like amazing. He is. Such a nice guy. He I've is. met him a couple of times. He's he such is. a nice guy. You know, he's he's just he's more than just the provider, protector, but like he professes his love for me. Like everywhere we go, he holds me up spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of that, right? And so doing that for each other, like we're a team. And so we have to do that for each other. We model that for our kids, you know. So when something is not in tune, right? We're a little off. Maybe I'm a little moody. Maybe he's a little moody. Kids are all disarray. We take time to like sit down Mm. and get back to balance. So like our home is peaceful. Like when you come home, like this is your peace. So I feel peaceful just hearing you say this is, I feel, I'm like feeling the vibe right now. Amazing. So, okay. So let's make sure we understand Uh the three points. Uh Okay. So the first thing is acknowledging that you are not feeling well, yeah. right? Yeah. Like something is missing. Uh-huh. Acknowledge it. Yeah. And then do something about it. Do Find about it. what it is that works for you. What do you like to do? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you like to do? And do it. And do it. Like <laughs> Nike said, just do it. Just do it. Without the guilt. Exactly. I have no more guilt. I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's I mean, no more. No more. No more guilt. Not at all. And then the third is just to make your your home, your space peaceful, right? Because, you know, out there is all kinds of stuff, you know? You know, your mind needs to be at peace. Your home is at peace, you know? When it's not, get get back into balance. I I love that. I love that. But that takes, Chantal, that takes effort. Oh, yeah. And it's a decision. Absolutely. Every day. Every day. So this is not something that you just plan and you just go. It's an everyday commitment. Everyday commitment. I love it. Keep showing up. Keep doing the work. I mean, you have a choice, but you really don't have a choice, right? Especially because, you know, our goals are to be, you know, to live out our values. And our values say, you know, giving up is not an option. See? And that's what you teach your boys. Uh-huh. Get do we're not gonna, we're not giving up. No, no, it's we work much. through it. It's tough. We work through it. We acknowledge it. We my my friends always say, Your children are the most emotionally intelligent children I've known. <laughs> I mean, well, thank you, but yes, that's we fun. have to talk we have to talk about it. We can't let yes. it simmer. So I love that, you know, and, and this is why, look, this is why we have Chantel on here, right? Because she's an example of a woman doing it. And, you know, and we talk about emotional intelligence, how important it is on this podcast, really being in a place of no. And you can't do something that you don't know, but you have to make a commitment. Yes, you do. You can always learn. You can always grow yes. through it. Grow through it. You can't You can't jump over it. Yes. <laughs> you got to grow through it. Yes, absolutely. Well, I am so excited that you came and, and was available to share your testimony because I truly believe here and there, Power You too, that 
there's something to be said and we have something to say. I know I got something to say, right? There's something to say because we want to be able to empower you for greatness because here at Empower You Too, we often say be empowered for greatness because without greatness, there's no you and without you, there's no greatness. And so with that said, thank you, Chantel. I I love you so much. Amazing. Thank you. If you are loving this content and our time together as we become empowered for greatness and you want to connect with me more, I would love for you to come and check out my self-empowerment scholars. It's my monthly empowerment sessions where we take all of the materials learned on the podcast and apply it and study it and take it to the next level. So join me over at Empower You, the letter U, to right? The number two dot com forward slash join, or you can text the word empower to 571-464-6511. That's text the word empower to 571-464-6511. Also, if you've ever gained an ounce of wisdom or the episode resonated with you, I simply ask that you do four things. The first is I want you to subscribe right now if you have not done so already. The second is I want you to hit that five-star button on your favorite platform. The third is I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear how it has resonated for you. In addition, the last, I want you to share this message with someone. It allows us to spread the message of empowerment to those who are desperately in need. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And I want you to be what? Empowered for greatness. See you soon. Bye.